1: FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Tisha here on Room 104. Drop us a text if you want, 0876797104. Now, maybe you have a couple of pets, maybe a cat, a dog. I don't know if you might even have a horse. Who knows? But there's always that dream, especially these days when people set up like accounts for their, like Instagram accounts for their dogs and cats. Yeah. On the hope that they'll explode and become viral and then they can live off their dog's success.
0: That's all I've ever wanted to do. So... Everyone knows I have a cat I say it a lot She's a rescue cat But she's a Persian cat So she's really pretty looking Well I say she looks like Susan Boyle She's like Pretty in her own way Yeah Very cute Uh, And she's really tame I could pick her up by the tail She'd be like Meh, whatever So I kind of want to make her famous
1: Well There is obviously one route You can go down Which is a whole uh, You you don't have a separate account For her yet I was
0: going to And then I just wasn't Getting enough traction
1: There is Thankfully though And I suppose there would have to be one of these agencies out there, but you might be able to audition your pet and get them into the whole world of acting because there is an animal acting agency called AnimalActors.ie. One of the owners and founders of that company is joining us on the line now. Mary Owens, how are you?
2: Hi, Cormac. I'm fine, thank you. I'm laughing, though, when I heard your comments earlier because, gosh, if we could make a fortune, I would be living it. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't work like that in Ireland
1: damn it oh. we, were, we were all hoping to, to get like book deals and merchandise off the back of yeah. our funny pets and it's stuff a
2: great idea yeah well uh, actually advertising them yourself is probably quite not a bad idea you know we have a Hollywood in Ireland but if you know Hollywood in Ireland you know that that's the kind of film, film situation here it's not like the Hollywood in LA
0: oh no well it's still money that you can get for your animals
2: it is of course yeah it is there's no doubt about it Um we've been working at it quite a long time now and the way it works out really is we because we're so experienced at it we get paid for our time on the set and then we put out feelers asking people to submit their pets we get a fee for our time and the pets get a fee but honestly it's in hundreds not in millions (laughs)
1: Even still, though. I listen, we could, we could all land I mean, that I one big we, deal in the next, I don't know, yeah. Jurassic Park movie or whatever.
2: Um, Mary, but It would be lovely if we did that. I think, too, um, it's just small here, but most of the time it's good fun and the owners love to have their pets out there. This is the nice yeah. thing. It's actually, we still get excited when we see some of our own pets out there on the screen. When,
1: Mary, when did you set this up and why, I suppose? What was... Where did you, how did you see the opportunity to go We need an animal well, acting agency
2: We didn't really quite see it like that It happened gradually over years um, I had a lovely dog oh it's going back a long long time and I put her forward and I sent her a picture to RTE and nothing happened and I said oh well and a long time afterwards I got a phone call two guards were sitting chatting to um, researchers and they were chatting over coffee and one guard was saying well we need a dog for this studio um, and it turned out to be young Line. now that's probably way before your time mm. <laughs> but uh, I will tell you um, Theresa Mannion was actually one of the presenters uh, huh. At the time, so then after that we did nothing. Scott about it. I did enjoyed my dogs, and then we started boarding and training camels down here, myself and my partner Rita Maloney. And we were asked for another dog, and it turned out to be her little uh, dog that was selected um, for an ad for I think it was Harp, one of the lagers or something. And after that, it gradually was like word of mouth. Mm. Fair City came along, and then Balikas Angel came along, and gradually. And then um, we just, we, we were getting more and more. But there's years where there would be nothing, and then there would be years where it would be very, very busy. It just depends on what comes in and what we're asked for. It could be a dog, it could be a cat, it could be a mouse, it could be an ant. <laughs> an ant. <laughs> yeah, we've been asked for ants and oh, really? have snails. <laughs> how, like, do you, yeah. how do you sort like, ants? We were asked to do a snail at one time, and... Um, it was a bad time of the year because they were mostly kind of hibernating. But yeah. anyway, we found some under stones in the garden and we uh, put them in on cabbage and gave them little lukewarm showers, and they were munching away, had a great time. And the uh, the producer who booked us to do this ha- had doubts that we'd be able to do it, so he got in his own snail, but our snail was very fast and flew up the window. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no That's things like that. You know? yeah. like how do yeah. you train a snail?
2: Yeah. Well, you don't don't really train a snail. You just feed him and hope he goes in the direction you want. We were terribly lucky on another one because it was um, it was a frog and the frog was to sit on a leaf and the snail was to crawl up the garden seat. Now, if it had been the other way round, but to guess the frog to sit on the leaf, and it was absolutely amazing because the snail did actually crawl up, just pure chance, and the frog sat on the leaf which in the garden which was amazing because the camera was going through the grass like a snake and it sat and it sat. <laughs> there was nobody more surprised than we were of course it was all down to training you understand
1: I, I can imagine obviously what, what's that adage in the media never work with animals or, or children or children yeah.
2: quite honestly uh, we worked with some great kids I have to say but we have worked with some that were not Quite horrible, really. So it's always better with the animals. At least they don't dance to you back. Well, that's true.
0: But what do you look for, Mary? Now, if you're, you know, say if you're looking yeah. for an animal, a dog or a cat, like is there a specific look? Or well,
2: it's it's really temperament that we would be looking for. It has to be pretty bomb-proof. That it's happy. It likes people. It's not worried if it's out of its own environment. Temperament is hugely important. But then the thing is, you see, we would have our own animals that are trained, but generally speaking, they're not what we're asked for, won't necessarily be what we have. So we have to just put out in, um, something on Facebook and say, Look, uh, we're looking for this type of an animal or this colour cat, um, and then work with that animal. Sometimes we might, you know, if it's very specific, what's the action? We might have to say, Well, to the owner, would you let us borrow your um, pet for a couple of days or a week to do some training, if the budget allows it, and then other times it will be managing situations. But I just suppose at this stage we've got pretty good at managing, and we will be honest. We say to directors or to um, producers, "Look, you're not going to get what you're looking for from this particular animal, but here's what you will get." Mm. So that's the way you have to work. It really, we're still on, we're dealing with an animal. We can't, you know, we can't coach it quite the same way as you could a, a human. So often, when we get our animals to do something good by the time the uh, the actor has finished their lines, which could go on and on and on, the poor old animal has got tired and is either flopped and looking bored um, but that's just part of the job
1: uh, how, how much did the frog get
2: <laughs> The frog didn't get great did you? probably we got we had to oh, actually we got into trouble over that because not realizing at the time that frogs are um which was stupid of us, are actually protected. But it was a frog from our own garden, and it came back and went back into our own garden and our own little pond here. So at least uh, when we explained that, and um, just like it was obvious that the the little frog wasn't hurt, and we would always take pictures beforehand yeah. and afterwards. But um, in that case. the the money would be for us if you know what I mean it'd be our time oh
1: yeah you you didn't have to like audition a lot of frogs and stuff
2: but but if we're using somebody's pet say I put out an ad uh, or something on Facebook and ask for a loan of a dog or a cat well you're looking at just a couple of hundred euros for the animal that's all you're getting And let's say it's going to be um, a long run where there's a number of days or a number of weeks in which case that's much better then because obviously um, the dog is paid, or the animal gets to feed for the day, and if there's a number of days, well, that's nice. But really, nobody's going to make a fortune out of it. I'm afraid.
1: What? What, what about? Um, the, is it the red setter or the golden oh, retriever? Yeah. On the, is it the bus errand dog? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would they have made a nice bit of cash from that, or no?
2: Same thing. Uh, well, I tell you. That dog, the, the dog that we did on the advert where he fetches the keys and he brings the book to the girl and he wakes her up and all of that. That's one of our favourite ads. We had to borrow him. His name was Monty. He was fabulous. And at, we were lucky at the time because we have friends that are involved in the setters. And this particular dog, he was young adult, very, very full of himself, a show dog. And he, um, he needed training. So we were able to do a deal with the owner he stayed with us for six weeks when well, they were happy to let us have him for six weeks so we did the training and obviously the training was free because we were, we yeah. were using it and then he got his, his uh, few hundred euro for and it was only a day and a half I think that he, he worked so he didn't by any means make a fortune on it and we don't get royalties oh my god if we did it would be lovely
1: oh no that's so serious <laughs> so she's I heart never, is breaking yeah. here she was literally about
2: each time they come out and really the really good ads are, are recycled yeah we've done some lovely Christmas ads and they would be recycled all the time but neither the dog nor us get anything further once you know, you get your day's pay and that's it. Still, Quite do they know still. that they're getting that hundred or two hundred? Probably <laughs> <I'll be> not. <laughs> the dog doesn't know anything about it. They might get a new bed or a new <laughs> collar, and they they do get spoiled rotten when they're with us on the film because they will work for. Very often they work for toys, but generally speaking, they're working for treats, and we really have to protect them that the uh, from the crew because the crew all want to stuff them with sandwiches and things like that. <laughs> so. Uh, That's really how it works. As I say, it's very enjoyable and it's lovely afterwards to see your pet, but don't think by any means you make a fortune. Uh, (laughs) No, Mary. Sirisha was literally typing up her her letter of resignation going,
1: I'm I'm (sighs) going to hand in my cat now and make my cat famous and live (laughs) off cat proceeds.
2: You might make a few, Bob, uh, but uh, certainly I'd love to see photos of your cat. Oh. um, Because very often we're asked, like, we have two cats here now only. Um, and we very rarely are asked for them. And like we had two setters after we had Monty and they, they did a little bit, but they didn't get a great deal. So it's, You see, in various parts of the world, particularly in America, they would have these um, companies that buy in. Like we worked with an American company and they wanted to buy our dog. And we said, no way. So the dog or the cat belongs to the company. And they have trainers and they have handlers that are full t- you know, employed. And then they, are, they get a request, and say, for this type of cat or this type of dog. And they send the dog off out to wherever with a handler. But it's nobody's pet. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's a company dog. Mm. And we've worked, we did work with um, some dogs that came here for Lassie to do the Lassie film. And you can't help but feel sorry for the animal, really, because... They're, they're nobodies, if you know what I mean. They could have one handler out with them today. They could have somebody else out tomorrow. Um, whereas to all of the animals here that we would work with and have over the years, they have their home. They have their owners. And uh, like we even had four greyhounds for a movie and we bought these uh Retired greyhounds, well, failed greyhounds, so to speak. They were all around two years of age, and we had four of them. But at the end of it, like it was quite a long movie. At the end of it, we couldn't part with them, so we kept them. So then they became pet greyhounds. You know, I kept one. My one of the girls who worked with us, she took one, and my daughter took one, and another friend took one, and they lived their days out with us, um, as opposed to just being, you know, sort of almost like a commodity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's
0: probably better here in Ireland. But you were saying that you did actually get to work with Steven Spielberg, Ron Howard, like some of the animals that you have. Uh, yes.
2: Yeah, the first, around. actually, the first uh, film really that we did was with Ron Howard, and it was uh, Far and Away. Oh wow. With Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, and it was then. It was down, in a lot of it was made in the heart of Dublin. Actually, it was in Temple Bar, which is now so famous, whereas then it was only a little street. But um, they wanted 13 cats, so we said okay, and we got details of the script and everything else. And we taught our 13 cats. We borrowed them from all our friends, and we taught them to allow themselves to be tethered. So with a little harness, that they would sit quietly and be happy to be relaxed. Because our big worry is if we went to, to um, Temple Bar in the middle of the night, it was a night shoot, we'd lose all our cats, <laughs> and we weren't there to do any of that. Yeah. So we got there anyway. And uh, the next thing, word came down from Mr. Howard that he wanted the cats on set and he wanted them all loose. So Rita's very good at standing up to these people. So she said, no, no way. We're not letting the cats loose because if we do, there won't be a cat left. They'll be gone. Um, Oh, no, he was adamant that that would have to happen. So finally, anyway, we said, no, uh, no cats loose. Otherwise, uh, we're we're just taking our cats on. (gasps) Standing up to Ron Howard. At the, well, you see, at that time, it was we were really only starting. But we couldn't go home without our cats. Mm. You know, we really couldn't. Yeah. So it was very well lucky We did because it was in, um, I don't know if you, you wouldn't even remember at the moment, but the old creeds and everything and thrown up against walls and cats can climb. So on that particular night, we tethered them here, there and there, dotted them around the set and it all looked lovely. And then the crew had to go in and put Epsom sauce, giving away some of the, the tricks of the trade, and they pour water on it, and it looks like ice. And this is dripping down on the cats. Now, can you imagine how many cats would actually have stayed there for that? Ah, uh,
1: none. no So, we brought
2: our 13 cats home. At the end of it, um, uh, Nicole, uh, what's his name, Tom Cruise brought Nicole over. He was so fascinated by the cats. He was actually lovely with the cats and really liked. And I felt sorry for my younger daughter, because one of her the cats was hers, and he was very taken with that cat. And we had hid her behind um, a barrow. And we forgot to tell her when it was caught and she was still behind the barrel when he was talking to her cat. <laughs> she never forgave me. <laughs> she Aww. didn't get
1: to meet him. One final question before we let you go. Do you take, like, submissions? So if somebody thinks they have a, a dog or a cat or a mouse or whatever with star quality, do you take submissions or...?
2: Lately, I prefer to just put an ad there. You know, not an ad, sorry, a message on Facebook
1: yeah.
2: and keep an eye uh, on...
1: Well, my website, yeah, they can have it. So listen, Mary Owens, Animal I thanks a million for drop, uh, dropping on the show this evening too and best of luck with the rest of the, the dog work and the animal work on uh, and the, and the old film business in the, in the months and years to come.
2: Thank you.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.